0: So oftentimes in business, you know, we can start off with this mindset of trying to quote convert everybody you know or talk to our business or like let me tell you about this because we're excited about it and we want them to be a part of it and we want to help them it doesn't matter really the industry i'm not really just speaking of certain industries i'm speaking just as a business owner period because we get excited you should be excited about what you have to offer but here's the thing we can start off with the mindset of converting people but that mindset alone if we allow it to stay there is an immature mindset we believe that sales ultimately is certain and serving at the highest level and so when we attempt to quote unquote convert people to be clients and when those times are where they say no we can look at that as rejection and something personal let's just all you know be all the way honest with it we Absolutely. can be like what did I do wrong what am I doing like it's about me and let's just say that You have your message down pretty solid. Let's just say that you're very clear on who you help, how you help them and what type of transformation you bring to their lives. Let's just say that your messaging is all the way clear and there is no misunderstanding about it. Let's just say you have checked all those boxes. Many times it's not even going to be about you per se, why someone is not buying from you or moving forward with you. The truth of the matter is, fam, everybody ain't your client.
1: And that is so okay. And
0: that is so okay. So what we're going to do in this episode of the Married Entrepreneur Life Podcast is we're going to break down the five different prospects, types. We like to call them prospect types. Okay, so not everybody's your client, but there are other types of people who will actually help scale and move and grow your business forward but it's easy to overlook those types of people if we're only looking for people to be the quote-unquote client so in this episode we're going to share with you why everyone is not your client how to determine who is really your client and we're also going to be going over the different types of buckets that you can place other people in who are not your clients that will be the people who will work alongside you walk alongside you as you grow your business and grow your legacy. So stay tuned. It's going to be good. Y'all ready? Let's go.
1: So the big question is this.
0: How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync?
1: That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship no the goal is not the almighty dollar we're aiming for the almighty impact what's up this is ol and sway buckley welcome to the married life podcast
0: marriage marketplace ministry
1: let's go What's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPreneurLife.com. Yes, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, but above all of that, leave a lasting impact. Yes,
0: married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategy to help them build out a structure for their legacy peaceably and profitably. So whether you are an indiepreneur, spousalpreneur, or couplepreneur, you are in the right place. And maybe you don't even know what I just said. Listen, if you are a spousalpreneur, that is you and your spouse are, of course, married, but one of you is building the business while the other spouse is working a nine to five. And then there are the indiepreneurs, where either or both of you are building individual businesses. And then there are the Couplepreneurs and couplepreneurs is where you all are building the same business together. So either one of those or any combination, you're definitely in the right place. What is up, Legacy Builders? Happy to have you back in the building. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the Married Life Podcast.
1: Yes, so there I have found to be two very contrasting culture or styles when it comes to certain kinds of businesses. And I came up. I remember uh, in my earlier years in the banking industry working in wealth management, and this followed me even into my entrepreneurship, early entrepreneurship years, and it was this. You either come out of a, particularly in the banking industry, you either come out of a service culture or you come out of a sales culture. I came out of a sales culture, so when I literally stepped into business and was out there now swimming in the ocean of entrepreneurship, because I had come out of such a high sales, Culture, I felt the pressure to sell. So one day I am prospecting, calling on a would be client, and I found myself not even realizing it, just focused on selling them. And I remember the very conversations that we had. It was all around what I had, what I could do, how I could serve them, what I could bring to the negation of not listening not finding out, not discovering. So when you're in that kind of a high pressure sales situation, it'll cause you to go after things that really aren't for you. And I didn't realize it until I got a certain point down the road, hey, this isn't my client. Like actually this person doesn't really fit my business and what it is that I can do. But because I was so focused on selling and I focused on serving, I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, I think there's something really to be said about that. When we are so focused on selling, we can't be focused on serving. Like you have to really pick one. Of course, we know we're building a business. And of course, we know we go over our numbers each week and know what, okay, this is our goal. And this is who we actually say it in this way, though. We say, how many couples do we want to serve this year? So even in our conversation of preparing... um, whether it's programs or offers we're always talking about the language around it is serving and we realize this has to happen and we even correct each other when we hear one of us saying something that is not in alignment even if it just comes out because it's just the popular thing to say it's just what we hear people saying or the
1: classical thing the to classical
0: say. yeah thing to say we're like uh uh-uh, we're not we're talking about serving right it's so different and what it does is it frees you for real for real it frees you
1: and it recalibrates your approach
0: yes to really listen to what people are saying where they are and it allows you to be you know compassionate it allows you to be human I've heard someone say I think um uh Maddie James um humanize before you monetize right like really making sure that like you that. are being human with people and you're not just focusing on what you can do for them but you don't even know if they need you to do what you can do for them they may not even need that they may not even want that And so I think it's so important to to come at it like this because it just brings such a level of clarity, of freedom, and the ability to truly care for people. Mm -hmm. Because you can't truly care for people if you're only trying to give them what you want to give them. Mm -hmm. And if they don't need that, that's not true care and concern. So talk about serving. So when we talk about serving, we begin to see that, you know what, everyone is in our client and that's okay. Because then it's like, okay, well, what do you do about that? In the sales, hard sales culture, you're taught, like, you know, if you can sell ice to an Eskimo, then, you know, you're the one I want on my team. You're the one, she said, you're the one I want on my team. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you're the one I want on my team. So, but listen, if you're selling ice to an Eskimo, does the Eskimo really need the ice? Does the Eskimo really need the ice? And what kind of tactics and manipulation is going on to sell ice to an Eskimo? And that that's, that, that's a, okay, it's clearly a skill, but listen like do you want that like m- manipulation is not how we want to build our legacy in our yeah. business another saying is
1: mm-hmm. I could sell or somebody says oh you could sell beachfront property in Arizona I never heard that one before. yeah that's that's another popular beachfront
0: property in Arizona because there
1: are no beaches in Arizona Oh,
0: because I was like but <laughs> if I was in Arizona I would want a beachfront property so okay I see what you said <laughs> I was lost for a minute. <laughs> I was yeah. like Arizona is hot so I would yeah tell me. Okay, I see what you're saying. Got it. Um, a little delayed, I'll say on that one, but that's I mean, more of a you know,
1: geographical. Yeah, no, but i understand. geography yeah, I, yeah. I just
0: wasn't sure. Like, oh, so you want to buy a beachfront, property? <laughs> and I live in Arizona, but it's somewhere else. So anyway, okay. So now, yeah, same thing. So that's yes, that you could do that, but do you want to build your business on that? So what we're talking about is selling versus serving, and we believe selling is serving, right? Because you, if you sell someone or sell people. Or serve them well enough you will sell right because people will see oh you do have something that i have to, that, that i enjoy and then knowing like you can sleep at night knowing that you're really serving them well because they have um, they are aligned to what you offer so what we realized when we started shifting our focus to high level service high level serving through you know in our selling that because we do sell. We want to make that clear. We're mm-hmm. not just saying we don't sell. No, there is a strategy to that, but the foundation of it is serving. Mm-hmm. And so when we realized this and we like really flipped the script, we saw that there are other types of people who may not be our clients and that's okay, but just because they're not our clients doesn't mean that they're not on our team. Right? And so we began to see that these types of people fit in different category or prospect types. And I think initially I was thinking, oh, if they're not my client, then they're totally against, you know, what we do. They don't want it. They hate us and all that. You know, it's not, it's not even that. It's just like that's not, it's just not for everybody. And that's okay. That's we're totally okay with that and good with that. Um, we've actually told people, oh, you know what, this is not the right time for you or let's not do this now. Like it's just not a good fit. And that's okay. So Here's what we discovered. We want to take you through these five different prospect types, knowing that once you begin to understand this and aware of it, you'll be able to quickly identify where these people are based on uh, your conversations with them. So first and foremost, of course, we have those who are your, your clients who are ready to go right now. Like once you're talking, you're having conversations or they're reading through, let's just say all this is talking, having conversations, because they can read through it and come and leave as they want to. When we having conversations with them, it's like, what is the posture of your, and please disregard the ambient noise if you hear that. Life in the city, life folks. Life in the city. In real, the city. I just wanted to give that little uh, disclaimer. Again. Now, we have the first prospect type is going to be the client who is ready to buy right now. They're like, hot, 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 just take my money. I need this. I want this. We're ready to go.
1: Yeah, and typically that's happened because they've already had some experience with you, your value, and they really have prepared themselves and they understand Mm -hmm. that they need what it is that you have. And so they have already uh, realized that you're the person to help them. Mm -hmm. Your company is the company to help them with Mm -hmm. that solution. And so they're ready to go. And so that's, that's. That's always a good thing, by the
0: way. <laughs> yeah, it's always a good thing, and I, I love when that happens with us people in boxes. Before, like, just so you know, we are your. I've had somebody tell, we are your dream. Like, we are your ideal client. That's what they said. We are your ideal client. Mm-hmm. We love everything, everything that you're talking about. We that's us, and we want. It. Like, I was like, okay, they they've done their research and they see and they hear, and clearly we're clear enough for them and we're ready to go. So you already, you always have that, but not everybody is that right now ready to go client, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Okay. So then that's the first prospect type. That's the obvious type. The one that we're always like, ding, 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 ding. Yes. But there are other ways to ding, 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 ding. Yes too. So the other, the next type of prospect or prospect type is a client, but they may be a future client.
1: That's right. Right. And a future client is going to obviously, um, they're going to fit your, 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 your business, your solution. They really fit the, 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 um, profile, the demographical profile and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it's going to be apparent to you as you're seeking to serve them, that this is a future client. And that future client is not somebody unlike the client who's ready to go. Um, who's already experienced a lot? They're going to still need that cultivating and that nurture.
0: Yeah, it depends on where they are on the in the buying pocket and on the client buying spectrum or client awareness spectrum. That's I don't know. I feel like we may have talked about that in another episode. But if they are even if they need it need it need what you have to offer now, sometimes people will hold out just because that's their personality type as well. Too, they are more of the spectators for a while. They're going to mm-hmm. watch you. We've had people who work with us now who said i've been watching you for the last two years and i said we're gonna work with them one day (laughs) i'm like wow for two years okay and that one day comes around but it's a really elongated
1: period but for them
0: they needed that time or they may not have been ready financially and they were just getting things Mm -hmm. together um or they had to get on the same page because with us You know, we don't just work with one spouse. We believe if one of you is called to entrepreneurship, as you may know, Mm -hmm. listening to this podcast, the family is called to entrepreneurship, right? So we're not going to be like, well, we're just going to work with the husband. We're just going to work with the wife. We work with both of you together, whether or not you're both building a business because you're both impacted by that. So sometimes it's internal, like with them, making sure they're getting on the same page and they're in the right position as a married couple. But likewise, let's say you don't work with married couples. Maybe you, you know, you work with individuals. Well, there are also other aspects in their life that they may need to get on the same page with their own selves, right? With, with what they're doing and like, okay, let me make sure I put this in order. I'm going to get to you, but let me make sure I do these other things first. So you just don't know what all is going on in someone's life. But as you continue to have conversation and serve them, you can hear where they are. And you're not trying to like say, no, do this now. Like you don't, we don't want to do that. OK, so that's the second prospect type. The third prospect type are people who it seems like because you may think like everybody should be, you know, I work, I can sell, you know, serve everybody. But really and truly, you're called to serve a type of person or a certain area of people that other people mm-hmm. can come. But, you know, to do it well, it's a certain type of person, certain type of mindset, it's psychographic that that follows in is alignment with what you're with who you are. Now, some people you may think are your clients, but they're actually not your future clients or your ready now clients, but they are your partners or your collaborators. They are the people who are like, I appreciate what you have to do, what you do. My people appreciate what you have to do. Like, there is some great synergy there. Right. And as you join forces, you actually expand your audience. Instead of doing one-to-one, you do one-to-many by partnering and collabing. With others.
1: Yeah. And typically the partner is someone who is parallel in purpose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But
1: different in skill. Absolutely. And so their skill is a complement to your skill, but mm-hmm. you both are driven ultimately by the same overarching purpose.
0: Right. Absolutely. And then the next type of prospect or t- prospect type, I would say type number four, would be not necessarily the ready now clients or the future clients or even the partners or collaborators but these are the people who are your cheerleaders these are the ones who are not your clients they don't they may not even have a huge audience they may not even be you know people or a company that they may not even be a business right they're just people who are a person who loves what you stand for who is so behind what it is that you do and they just want to tell everybody all their people who fit your category their category of your clients they want to tell them about what you do it,
1: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. they, and they probably know people who have a problem that your Mm -hmm. business is the solution for. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times they just want to connect you with those folks.
0: Case in point, you know, we work with married entrepreneurs, right? But there are definitely a lot of single cheerleaders that we have. They're not our clients. They're not married Mm -hmm. yet. Or those who desire to be married, Um, but they are like tagging their married friends on our posts or their you know, signing up on our emails and sending them to some of their, you know, family or friends. And they're letting other married people know, hey, check this out. I was thinking of you, right? That's a cheerleader. That's somebody like, you don't want to try to say, come buy my stuff. No, 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 buy it. But you're not listening to what they're really saying. That's right. Right. Okay. And the last and final type that we want to go over is, I would say, one of the most obvious ones. And that's the prospect or we should say non-prospect but they're a prospect you don't know that they're not a prospect until you talk to them mm-hmm. but these are the, per- the people who are just disinterested they're not aligned they're not trying to be a client right now a future client nor are they trying to partner collab nor are they trying to be a cheerleader they just are disinterested they could care less they're like who are you why are you talking to me i mean they're you know they they, they are like what's going on here like why why are we having this conversation they're they just don't even don't even get it. Don't see the value at all. And that's totally
1: fine. Yeah. I, I just want to give a quick example of how of how I've noticed this type of person before. Mm-hmm. And it's really not anything, you know, over the top or even obvious a lot of the times. But we've been to events before, you know, uh, live events before, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and there was a offer made and, you know, the person who came may have brought somebody with them and the person that they brought with them. Is not into the whole thing. They're not really trying to, you know, uh, 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 further a business or grow a business or mm-hmm. do anything in the business. But they're there. And sometimes this person that's disinterested is just sort of in the, the area, in the space, but they're not really there for that.
0: Mm-hmm. And so they are just disinterested. And so, so that's why they're disinterested. Them. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. try to sell them anything. Yeah. You know. Um. I think that's important. Now here's what's what happens. When we are so busy trying to quote unquote sell that we don't even attempt to serve first and foremost, what happens is we easily can, can misdiagnose someone who we feel like who we really want to be. I don't know if it's even truly say we feel like, it. we just want them to be our client. We can misdiagnose them as a client, a right now client or a future client. And and they aren't either. They can be likely a future collaborator or a partner or a cheerleader. And while you're busy trying to put that square peg Peg into into a a round round hole, hole. then what happens is you begin to find yourself drained quickly because you don't even see the other possibilities there because you're so busy trying to force a relationship that was never meant to be like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there is gold. Or the wrong dimension. Or the wrong dimension. Yeah. Yeah. There is gold in knowing, first of all, identifying and aligning, but there is gold in having collaborators and partners to work with you and and cheerleaders to, to cheer you on and to share what you do with their community as well, too. But if we're only thinking about, you know, client, 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 then we're totally missing out on just the freedom of the beauty of all these other types of relationships that are absolutely there waiting for us. And that's what we want to share with you right now. So let's head over to enjoying the journey together. And then we're going to talk about how to really like give you some practical steps on how to apply this into your everyday as you're building, you're serving, and you're selling. All right, let's go.
1: Okay, so here we are at enjoying the journey together. And this is how we give you, or where we give you, practical actionable steps so you too can see traction fast. fast.
0: Okay, so here's a couple of things that we want to just share with you. We're going to act as if we are doing a actual real life conversation, or it could be a DM combo, uh, in person, face to face, or any of those, right? Because this is really where, like, it's real time. It's not like, they're reading a sales page, or they're going through a funnel. That's this can also be applied, but you know, in real time, there's something very unique and special about that. That I would say isn't even high, of higher value than having someone come to a quote-unquote sales page or go into your funnel, because now you're actually able to have conversation with them and talk with them, ask questions, listen and hear, versus you know, they go to a web page. You don't get to do those things per se. It's, you know, they have to read it and then hopefully that connects with them. If not, then you just don't know where they fell off. And so this is a great strategy, especially if you're launching something new or if you are working to hone your messaging so you can know, like you can gather data so you can analyze and track to see where people are falling off or where they are maybe not responding or where their something shifts, mm-hmm. you know, just to be mindful of the shifts that occur in the conversations because they they do occur and knowing where, like where that happens, when that happens, and then how to avoid the shift that you don't want. Um and I would and I was not all shifts are bad, but I would say shifting in in the place in the area where you Like you don't want them to feel as if they're being sold. Right. That's, that's, you can feel that. Like, you know, when somebody's, somebody calls you on the phone, you know, Mm -hmm. with these people that call and I'm just like, there's already a shift before I even answer the phone. I get a shift when an odd number comes across my cell number and I'm like, (laughs) Like, there's already a a disposition disposition. i I don't even want to answer this phone because I don't even, I feel like I already know what's about to happen and you're about to waste my time. So if I do answer it, it's going to be real. Listen, you got, you get one hello out of me. That's it. This one right here, the hubby. I might play the game with you. he would be like, hello, hello. I'm like, why are you repeating hello? I'll play the game with you. I said, listen, you get one hello. Oh, that's, and then you got like 0.2 seconds to respond to say something quick mm-hmm. because otherwise you're wasting my time. It's too valuable. Anyway, with that being said, and when I say wasting my time, it's usually like a robot. So it's not a person that's, there. right. right. I, I can tell you that because I've, I've waited on the line a couple of times and it's just like a robot saying something crazy. But, um, with that being said, let's talk about these conversations. It's important to ask questions. Ask questions while you have someone there, whether it's a DM conversation, whether it's an in-person or whatever it may be, a Zoom call, ask questions. If you're talking to someone, ask them where they are or do they need help Like about the problem or the solution that you saw. Ask them a re- regarding the problem to that solution. Like, I mean, you have the solution. But ask them about that problem that you solve. Like, are they dealing with that? Or how are they with that? Or how are things going around that? Ask and then listen. Listen and wait for an answer. Um, and then when they're asking you questions about you, usually people say, what do you do? I would say really steer away from saying all the Technobabble. We've talked about resultology before on the podcast a few episodes ago, but if you haven't heard that episode, in short, don't don't be so focused on all the titles and the making it sound good, but really speak to the results that you bring. Like, how do you help people? How do you bring transformation to them? Who do you help? Right? And so, being very clear on this, like, this is who I help. This is how I I help them. You know, versus well, my business name is, like, nobody really cares because that does not bring solution. Now, that's going to come up likely later on in the conversation should it get to that point, but that's not bringing them the solution that they need. So they don't really care about all the other things. They just want to know, ultimately, like, well, what do you do? How do you help people? And that's what it comes down to. So being very um, clear about that process.
1: Yeah, on the point of listening... One of the things that I found helpful that I would just add is listen like a consultant. Listen like a consultant. And why would I say that? Because typically a consultant may have the direct solution or know where they can get that solution. Yeah, and so right. when we listen like a consultant, it's not about really us helping them directly from our business but it's about advising them on how they could go about getting that solution. And that may mean that they're, that they're going to do business with your business. But it also may mean that they're going to do business with another business that you're aware of. Mm-hmm. And so when you listen like a consultant and you're really in it to serve, mm-hmm. and that, by the way, resonates and transmits in the conversation. And they can pick up on that as well. Because just like you're listening to them, trust. They're listening to you. That's
0: so good. And that can go in one of two ways too, or one, you can have someone or someone's another company on your bench or a partner or collaborator mm. um that you've already been working with before and you can prefer maybe there's you know some business opportunities there with you know referrals and affiliate whatnot, that's an awesome opportunity. Or it can just be like, you know what, you know, we my company, we're not really we're not the best fit for you for this, mm. but There's something that another company that I'm thinking of would really be a great fit. And I would recommend that you do that. Maybe do that first or just do that period. um, And then you'll get those results that you're looking for. Let me tell you, I remember recently we've done that. And just the beautiful relationship that was formed. um, And now that particular person that we referred to somebody else (laughs) um, based on what their specialty was and what they really needed then they were able to come back and be like wow thank you so much for that and then when i need their help they're like on it because we got skin in the game we were like sending people to you and then the other prospect that we referred to them um, they were like well i want to work with you all too like what do you do right and so it just kind of turns into this beautiful thing but it all it doesn't always go that way in the sense of they're always wanting to come back but Just being able to say you know what I serve them well and knowing that when my name comes across their mouth it's going to be sweet (laughs) it's not gonna be sour (laughs) knowing that you're able to serve someone in that way so um, these are just some basic strategies just to be thinking about when you're talking with someone regarding your service that you offer you're really able to serve them in that way you're really thinking about how can I serve how can I serve and I honestly like to ask myself this question every day when I'm doing any type of reach outs or prospecting i'm thinking how can i serve who can i serve god show me who can i serve who can i serve today who can i serve who can we serve and really just being when you're thinking about it like that then you're able to actually create things in advance to start serving because people are often saying you know similar things you're able to say you know what i have a resource for you i have a resource for you let me give the and then you're able to serve them in that way and and then build conversation around that too that's Really, uh, I just think a very sweet space to build business, and on both both sides of it, it's it's sweet in the in the serving, but it's also sweet in the profitability aspect of it. And so freeing. So we hope that this episode has been amazing for you all. If you all are needing some insight and more um, clarity on how you are building and how to do this in a way that is definitely. Um, profitable together. Make sure if you haven't done this already, go and download our free Mary Checklist um, to walk you through conversations on what exactly you're building and then looking at how you're going to be able to serve the people through what it is that you're building.
1: Until next time. Keep living purposefully.
0: Powerfully. And
1: profitably in, in sync. sync. Go.
0: Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Yeah. Yeah, we here.
1: Okay. (laughs) Check it out. Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back again. Another episode, press play, now you you in. in? Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. The content is real life in real time. Yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both sort in step. Same page where we you know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, two, three. three it's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything YouTube will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything YouTube will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press
0: subscribe press like, make this reviewable for the people in the back.